0: From beautiful Walnut Kills, California, this is Lucha World, episode number, number, what episode number is it 39. again? 39! We have so much to cover. We have everything from Aerostar to Maximo Gamow is a champ. Amy Semple McPherson, do you recognize the name? So much to talk about, Lucha Underground, and... Rush has a few things to say about the new Pyroth. You don't want to miss any of this. It don't get more bitchin' than Lucha World number 39. Enjoy! Miguel Reduciendo, te escuchamos. Así le le
1: preguntan: ¿qué opinas de que los boricuas tienen el mismo discurso de que no les importan los triunfos, solo humillar a sus rivales? ¿Crees que quieren imitar a los ingobernables? Sí, sabes que surgieron ya el clan de los nuevos boricuas, ¿no? Pierrot, el sagrado y misterioso Junior. Por ahí sé que la gente, mucha gente dice que ese tal Pierrot es mi padre. O sea, ¿dónde queda? ¿Dónde queda eso? Mi padre es hombre, mi (risa) mi padre es cabrón, anda con esas payasadas. Eh, ahora este me gusta eso, ¿por qué? Porque en su tiempo mi padre fue integrante de ahora sí que donde estaba Pierrot. Sí, con Alberto Salgado ah, Yo me acuerdo cuando estaba más joven, y, y fue un boom. Entonces, este me gustaría en algún momento enfrentarme, ahora sí que a Pierrot en exclusivamente a él. A él ¿por qué? porque lo llegué a ver una vez y veo que causa aquí en la Arena México, o donde se para, lo que ningún rudo hasta ahorita ha causado. Todos los rudos buscan aplausos. Y puedo decir que ese luchador busca el odio. Y es eso es algo muy bien. ¿Por qué? Porque todos los rudos de aquí se han perdido. Quieren aplausos, quieren que los quieran. Y no es así. El malo de la película es el malo. El bueno es el bueno. Y si algún día nos llegamos a topar, Ahí va a ver toda la gente si es mi padre. A ese perro lo voy a humillar. Si dice que es de Puerto Rico, si dice que es de donde sea, donde se me ponga enfrente él y sus boricuas, simplemente saben que Rush me actúa. Rush lo hace. Y si se me llega a poner enfrente, lo voy a humillar. Yo y mis carnalos ingobernables.
0: Hare Krishna, ladies and gentlemen. This is Kurt the Freak Vandal Drummond with Frito Esparza. Welcome to Lucha World.
2: <laughs> Not we could call
0: it Lucha Underworld. Lucha Underworld.
2: We? That was funny. That was funny. This is our second attempt. Yes. Kurt, Kurt messed up and said Lucha Underworld. Boy,
0: did I ever.
2: I think he was thinking Lucha Underground and yes. combined Lucha Underworld, which would be actually be a pretty good wrestling name, a promotion. I
0: do agree. I think, you Lucha know, Underworld. Well, to quote Tom Waits, I love it when I hear things incorrectly. It's where I get some of my best ideas. Yeah. So maybe we stumbled across something really, really wonderful.
2: Stay tuned to Lucha Underworld.
0: Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> Lucha World down under and yeah. above and over. From the shores of California, Um, we're here from Walnut Kills, and it's uh,
2: been a month since we did our last podcast.
0: Yeah, we're we're it's
2: Kurt's fault as always. It is my
0: fault, actually. Yeah, Yeah. um, there's a lot of news going on. Uh, Before we get into the news, email address for Lucha World under is Liger, L-Y-G-E-R at AOL.com, and you can also find Vandal Drummond on Facebook. You can email Frito, too, but he will not answer you. <laughs> or he might write a dirty word to you or something like that,
2: and he, he, he's proud. You should tell people your Twitter account that you never check. My Twitter
0: account is a barren womb.
2: That's my, what it is. My favorite is that everybody confuses what, what the name is for my um, Twitter account, because it's the real Fredo. Yes. But then it could also be their Alfredo. <laughs> <So it's> like, <laughs> it doesn't make a difference. I don't really care. Therefore, Fredo go he. Yeah.
0: Um, so much going on. Well, I uh, want to answer uh, a piece of mail we got. Our good friend Scotty Astro... I guess read an interview where Javier Yanes.
2: Eduardo Yanes. Yes, <clears throat> the worst. The worst announcer. No, just kidding. He's actually <laughs> he's a good. He's actually very good wrestler. He was a very good wrestler. Very, pretty decent announcer. Horrible interview, interviewer. Oh, okay, <laughs> that's okay. Where, that's his. Um, he can't carry a show basically, and he's on an. He's on, He's done shows where he has to carry shows.
0: Out of his element. Yeah. Yeah. He uh, wrestled in L.A. in 1979.
2: Well, you should answer uh, what Scotty asked.
0: Yeah, what Scotty Astro what asked, asked was he heard an interview with Javier Yanez. Javier Yanez made the claim that he was in a tag team match. On the other team was Roddy Piper and Hulk Hogan. <laughs> hmm. <laughs> 1979. Now, to answer your question, Scotty, Hulk Hogan in 1979 was still Terry the Hulk boulder, and... I am ninety nine percent sure Terry the Hulk Boulder never made an appearance in Los Angeles at that time. At that time, I still think he was making the rounds in Tennessee.
2: I that's what I was thinking, like Knoxville, was that right? Yes, like Memphis or something.
0: Yes. Um, when he became Hulk Hogan, he did a couple of shots in L.A. in nineteen eighty and eighty one. Nineteen eighty the only appearance I know of him coming in was as a heel defeating Frank Hill who later became Jewel Strongbow in 1981 he wrestled Mean Mask Mean Mask (laughs) Mean Mask Mean Mask well there's there's another (laughs) good name okay Lucha Underworld starring Mean Mean Mask Mask. now he uh uh wrestled Mean Mike Masters and
2: I bet Mean Mike Masters wasn't very good or was he he
0: was actually good pretty good he was he wasn't a great cuz i just
2: remember all those guys who were named like that were very um he very was, generic looking dude he
0: was pretty underrated when he was in wwf he was one of the guys that would get squashed and nothing flat like squashed right and left on tv but if you saw him up close he had a really good physique uh i think he actually played he was cut but he actually played football I think for the Jets oh. and he wasn't a great wrestler but he was by no means a bad wrestler too had a really cool look to him uh, I think he's a fitness instructor like he owns his own fitness oh, wow. back east uh, but he and Hogan as I recall had a pretty good match and that was the first time Hogan appeared in LA as a baby face but I don't recall Hogan doing any other thing than one night shots
2: and you don't remember him wrestling a tag match against Javier Giannis nope nope
0: I remember Javier Giannis coming to LA but I think it was for really short stints
2: yeah I don't even remember Javier Giannis and like Juarez or anything for whatever reason yeah the Man of Mystery. I just always remembered him in Arena Mexico, like Mexico City and stuff man like that. Man
0: of Mystery. He's somewhere drinking a, a pint with Steve Sims.
2: <laughs> where is Steve Sims? Where That's, is Steve we're, Sims? We're, we're all trying to figure out where Steve Sims is. Yes, so if Steve, Steve Sims. If Steve Sims hears us, hears this show, let us know where you're, where you're mm-hmm. at.
0: And then I briefly have to touch upon, since I haven't watched a lot of wrestling these last few weeks, I've we, watched had some- such,
2: we should mention last podcast, you had watched so much yes! wrestling that now you just you're just back to normal again.
0: I know, and I I, I, don't like, I, I I miss watching it. I, I was having an idea- I'm very
2: disappointed in you. Chris.
0: <clears throat> I am too. I was having yeah. an identity crisis. I think the problem, I had an identity crisis that I'm watching all this wrestling and I felt like a kid again and I felt like, oh, maybe I, ha- I have
2: Peter I, Pan syndrome. I, I was hoping you'd finally watch the Blue Panther versus Bobby Zavala <laughs> <laughs> lightning match <laughs> from July or June or whatever.
0: I wanted to <laughs> ask you about that, but I was too embarrassed to ask you who Bobby Zavala was wrestling. I was too uh. embarrassed to ask that I was still remembering, but I couldn't remember. So
2: Bobby Zavala Now was, I know. Now I know. Bobby Zavala was in L.A. last um, this past weekend. Was this really? past week, actually. Oh, my gosh. For Lucha Baboom.
0: Oh, my gosh. You
2: could have seen him live. Was he Bobby Zavala, or was he, like, Probably dressed stung.
0: dressed as a chicken? I don't know. <laughs> you never know Lucha Vavum. He, he'd Bavum. be great dressed as anything. That guy's... A, yeah. I, I like him. I he's, really, really like him. I
2: guess he's he's, like, he's become friends with um cassandro mm-hmm. so cassandro has booked him a book on yeah, yeah he's getting a, a lot That's of shows cool. outside of mexico well um the
0: one of the things i've been doing these last few weeks and uh i'm gonna get my non-wrestling stuff out of the way really quick here. oh no but this is something every wrestling historian should listen up on i am rereading for the first time a book i first uh-huh. read a book a book <laughs> That I read for
2: college over 20 years ago. College? There's three already things I don't like. Three things I don't like talking about on this show.
0: Mixed martial arts. Mixed
2: martial arts, reading, and and college.
0: college. (laughs) Well, this this was the greatest because I was taking a history of California class and I told the instructor, Uh I want to write, you know, my... Term paper on, on wrestling Amy Semple McPherson. Do you know who I she it was on is? <laughs> it's very close. Let me tell you who Amy Semple McPherson was. She was the woman who taught who took evangelism from tents and barns and built huge arenas.
2: Oh, really? Wow. She
0: was a one-woman WrestleMania. She did these big like Christian operas and all these just, just way out things that nobody ever thought of doing. I mean, even evangelists today don't do what she does. She uh, she would ride out on a motorcycle in a police outfit and <laughs> jump off and say, stop, you're breaking Jesus' law. When was this? This was, uh, she's hit L.A. in the 1920s. Oh, really? Yeah. And... There are so many parallels with her and Vince McMahon. I mean, she was the Vince McMahon and Hulk Hogan of evangelism. Wow. There was nobody who has matched the sites. I'm sure people have out-earned her. Uh, but when you think of the social media available back then...
2: <laughs> None.
0: <laughs> she, oh, no. She... Uh, and she took this...
2: Newspapers.
0: Yeah, she... she uh, yeah. uh she built the Four Square Gospel Church in Los Angeles in Echo Park. It's oh. still there today. She she and her mother built it, and she probably wouldn't have gotten this far. But her mother was real tight with money, and she was the opposite. She would spend everything like you know preachers do today.
2: Yeah.
0: Uh, and just like Vince McMahon, there's this big big scandal that hit when she is swimming uh, in the ocean. I either in Santa Monica or Hermosa Beach, I can't remember, and she disappeared. Wow. And uh, I guess people thought she was dead, they were getting ready to have memorial services for her, but they couldn't find her body. And then something like, I want to say four to six weeks later, they find her in Douglas, Arizona, and she's walking around saying she was kidnapped and held in a a shack. Really? Uh, And that she had walked through the desert for I don't know how long, and... Immediately people were suspicious because the gown she had on was just was lovely. Too clean. <laughs> yes. There were no there were no uh armpit stains. Um
2: no her George? skin
0: was perfect, there was no sunburn. Oh jeez. And when they gave her water, they said you know, said that everybody who they gave water to after being lost in the desert, like like a madman drinks like as many glasses as they can. Yeah. Where she sipped two glasses. <laughs> uh and somehow she got through all this. There was a lot of people who turned on her. I think you know, and realizing it was a scam. But a lot of people just ate everything up she did. And uh, what's mind blowing is in this day and age, most stuff that's written about her, they kind of gloss over all that and they make it look like she was this really empowered woman who did all these wonderful things. And I mean, she was impressive, but she was a charlatan. She was a pro wrestler. She yeah. was it. And uh, the book I read which surprisingly is one of the older biographies called Storming Heaven by a historian named uh, Lately Thomas which is actually a nom de plume uh, wrote the best the best biography. After heard.
2: after this show, Kurt will explain what "nom de plume" means to me. <laughs> <laughs> right, you can continue I'm it's, just kidding. It's, it's
0: it's 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 what you peasants call a pen name, <laughs> like Vandal Drummond being Vandal Drummond instead of Kurt
2: Brown. Kurt, we Brown. should do this show like you. It was the eighteen hundreds. <laughs> some <laughs> of the some of the terms. Bad, bad Dick Van. Some Dine. of the yeah. Some of the words you use is like what. We'll use bad
0: Dick Van Dyke accents. Oh,
2: Mary Boyd. It's like when, whenever Steve would use, like, a big word. It's like, whoa, Steve. Get. It. <laughs> I'm talking about Dr. Lucha. He's used big words a few times on his... When he, he did, I learn something every time he does that, so... It's true, it's good. It's, true. it's good that he does it. I like um, when he does it.
0: I'm embarrassed to say this after being uh, being a... Cook comparative literature major I did not know what a hagiography was
2: (laughs) I don't know what that is (laughs) what it is is a biography a a, a biography about hags
0: (laughs) that's what it was sound like or or I thought maybe it's a witchcraft biography or no a a hagiography is a biography where you're just praising the person up and down and pretending the bad stuff never happened
2: this is what Dave Meltzer feels like when he's with Brian Alvarez
0: (laughs) (laughs) we're on a roll baby
2: It's all this theater stuff.
0: Exactly. And and that said, I just say, any wrestling historian, especially ones who go back to the early century, especially if you live in California, you owe it. You can find this book easily, Storming Heaven. You owe it to yourself to read this. It's bitchin'.
2: Well, since you're talking about her being such a big, like, draw and stuff... Mm -hmm. We should talk about CMLL. <laughs> no, they, don't, they don't draw anybody to their shows.
0: Now, now, they don't draw anybody to their shows. I guess there was one recent... Exception. Yeah, there was one
2: recent show, the All Elite show that they ran on. Um, it's a promotion that's... I don't know who runs it. I know it's one of the, the Carlo Colleen or something. Mm-hmm. Um, they ran a show on, on a Sunday that actually drew really well, about 90% capacity. Mm, yes. They had a mix of independent guys. That was guys. In Arena Mexico. Right? Yeah, Arena, Arena Mexico. That's yeah. impressive. Um, they had uh, Dr. Wagner Jr., L.A. Park, and Forza Guerrera back in Arena wow. Mexico. I think that was Forza's first time back in like 10 years, which was funny because we were talking to Juventus Guerrera that... A couple yes. of weeks earlier from that, and he had actually just told us he didn't want to go to CML. <laughs> <That's> <laughs> and I was just laughing because he was telling me how his dad was the one that pushed him to go there. Yeah, kind of like I, I did
0: yeah, it. Yeah, my old man made.
2: Yeah, and he didn't seem that it. He wasn't like even when I was telling Juventud to go. Yeah, but you know, what, didn't you want to be there because of the? It's Arena Mexico. It's like the big. It's the. It's and the cathedral. Stereo has. And a lot of a lot of guys times. have said that. But then he's like, "Nah, no, you know, yeah, for the styles and stuff like that." But it wasn't like the arena. He didn't really think yeah. it was a big deal. But, you know, Ubuntu too, is also a little bit more out there than... Mm-hmm. Yes. I think he's one of those, kind of like in that Teddy Hart group of guys yeah. that... As
0: long as he yeah. doesn't go to where
2: Teddy Hart Yeah, as long as he doesn't is. hit rock bottom like Teddy, that's okay. Mm-hmm. Although, Teddy probably hasn't hit rock bottom yet. <laughs> no, There's still, still more to reach to, to get lower, you know. <laughs> yeah, so um, they had narrow Casas versus Fuerza Guerrera. With well,
0: your, your recommendation, I watched that. Yes.
2: You, oh, you watched it. Okay. Loved it. So it's funny because they actually CMLL did more to promote that show mm-hmm. than they ever did for their for their Sunday shows for whatever reason. Wow. But they didn't air it on Terra though. Mm. They um, they haven't been on Terra for the last three weeks. So right now we don't know what's going on with.
0: There's been no word.
2: No word on their behalf or anything. We figured that show wouldn't be on because it's it's not a CMLL show. Mm-hmm. But then, like, the, the week before that and the week after. Well, actually, the week before that was a Super Bowl. Right. And we were like, okay, it's the Super Bowl. But this week, it was like, this past Sunday, it was like, okay, that's kind of starting to get a little weird that it's not on. <laughs> yeah, but that show drew really well. Um, the first Negro Casas match, which was really good. I enjoyed that. Um, it's more of a traditional, like, we were talking about Javier Yanes being, like, a, a, an announcer that kind of gets boring after a mm-hmm. while. Um, he called a match that was, I think, El Dandy versus Negro Navarro that was um, very technical very like slow paced kind of like what this was and I remember when he was doing the announcing he said this match isn't something that your casual fans are going to enjoy but I think hardcore fans would really like it the Dandy versus Negro Navarro, right. and I kind of thought that was the same thing with Nero Casas mm-hmm. and um, Forza because a lot of people aren't if you're watching Lucha Underground, I don't think you're going to get... Like, if that's your first experience to Lucha, you're not going to get Forza versus right, Necasas. Right, Especially because is a lot older now, and he's he's not at Narrocasas' level.
0: No, definitely. Narrocasas is really hell. I yeah. Mean, the one thing I'll say about both of them is...
2: Uh, he was in great shape, don't get me wrong. Well, yeah,
0: yeah, I was going to say, watching the two of them in that match, I just said, wow, I don't feel so bad about being in my
2: 50s. Yeah, Forza's 50. just a little... Like, if you if you don't see him with Negrocasas, you notice that he's not mm-hmm. as good. Yeah, and even that match, you don't... Actually, he did some good stuff, too. He did a lot of submission stuff towards yes. the end, which was pretty cool. And then the main event was um, L.A. Park teaming with... Um oh, God, what was it? Volador Jr. versus Dr. Wagner Jr. and, uh, versus Dr. Wagner Jr. and La Sombra. Mm-hmm. That was actually pretty good. It was a, more of a brawl. More of a... Like, it was more chaotic. Because, you know, you have La Par- Sombra doesn't get along with anybody
0: mm-hmm.
2: as his character. So yes. he wouldn't get along with Dr. Wagner Jr., but they did a lot of good, stuff, cool stuff. I think Alley Park's probably back to about close to 100%. Oh, cool. Because he was doing a lot of dives and stuff like yeah. that. He was doing a lot of stuff that you, don't, you weren't seeing him doing for the last four to five months because of his um, illness. Mm-hmm. He kind of looked a little sloppy. Wow. But now he looked a lot better. Super Crazy and Atlantis were in another match. I think it was Atlantis and Extreme Tiger versus Super Crazy and Ultimo Guerrero. He basically got the same Ultima Girl Atlanta stuff in that match. <laughs> but you had Super Crazy in there. And, um, and how was he these days? I think he lost weight. Because mm-hmm. remember, we saw him at that wrestle reunion he was kind of fat? Yes. <laughs> he yes. looked and a he, lot thinner. He's not a skinny guy.
0: Right. He's a I chubby guy. He did some of his moves, but it wasn't the same Super Crazy we saw before.
2: Yeah, he looked good in this. I, I mean, when he was saying that he wanted to go back to CMLL, mm-hmm. um, I kind of thought, oh man, do we really need Super Crazy in this show, on this show? But he's kind of gotten a little back in shape and stuff, so it wasn't that bad. Oh, that's cool. Extreme Tiger's all right too. He wasn't, he's not that great, but you know. Mm-hmm. Actually, the match that looked good was the second match. There was a second match with Dragon Lee and all these other guys, that didn't get recorded by the guy who posted it, mm-hmm. or the girl, or whoever it was, or the people that did, because there were a lot of people who posted the, a lot of people later on posted videos, but um, that was taped by the CMLL people, so that should be on LA TV. Oh. Oh, do you so, have LaTV. Well,
0: uh, I do have LaTV.
2: It should be on TV if, if they if they if they ever show the if they ever get to that point, <laughs> which you know with LA TV you don't know you might see a repeat. You might
0: see a 2013. Yeah, show for yeah,
2: five. yeah. So it's like I know it aired in Mexico and, and uh, Cubs fan record got a. I think he got, I think he posted well, it
0: when I was watching the Negro Casas versus Foresta Guerrero match. The thing I kept thinking is this is neat to watch from a handheld, but boy would I love to see like.
2: Yeah, yeah, like... With, TV closest. And with announcers calling in and yeah. stuff so like... Because they were doing a lot of stuff, like... I think the first fall was the one that was a lot slower. hmm But then the... the- Second third fall were a lot better. Like the closing minutes of the third fall were really good. Yes, because oh, I mean, I agree. It was just just for like getting like escaping the la casita and then him doing that submission hold. I can't remember what it was. I think it was the cavernario, wasn't it? Where he did the cavernario, oh, but thought, but he did like a variation of it. Yeah, yeah, I was gonna say. Then a,
0: slapped it on him. Too.
2: Yeah, or something like that. And I just kept thinking, man, this match is really good. I,
0: yeah, that last fall went a long time, and yeah. I wasn't sitting there saying, okay, wrap it up. And yeah. I love how it was wrapped up with just a straight clean fall. There wasn't like a whole bunch of yeah. you know, build, yeah. you know, over build up or anything Yeah, a really fun match
2: yeah I'm hoping they do more of those shows because I'd rather watch that I'd rather watch that than some of the Sunday shows that they do <laughs> what? and you know it sucks because I was complaining about the Sunday shows so much and now they're not on <laughs> <laughs> they're
0: not gone we don't miss what we yeah. have until they go yeah.
2: well you um, know the good thing is that there's two sh- channels that air the Sunday shows like two or three of the matches so, you're still going to get yeah, something. But
0: if you have that many people come to the show, I think it's a message saying, hey, people will come if you give them what they want. Yeah.
2: And that's the problem. CMLL isn't doing that because yeah. they keep. And you know, it's sad because they. I think they're passing up on a lot of money. I think they, they look at the egos that these guys have and they don't want to deal with it or the amount that they're going to pay them. Right. But then you're not really making any money with the guys you have right now. Mm-hmm. I mean, there's not a lot of people going to a lot of these shows. Give them some ver- variety or something, you yes. know? People want something different. They don't want to see the same opening match. And you know what I find boring is they do the... Their opening matches are always really bad <laughs> for whatever reason. Like really they bad, they, and then
0: they, sometimes six-man tags, even with good wrestlers, will be repetitious. Yeah. You know, mix it it's up. they very
2: repetitious. That's what the, yeah. supposed to do. Yeah, so... The other big news from CML was um, Maximo won the world title.
0: Yes. No, the I world heavyweight the match. title. How was that?
2: Actually, I heard it was really good. I saw the first fall and I think the finish. I haven't seen the entire match because I was busy doing something. I was watching Lucha mm-hmm. Underground, actually. <laughs> 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 I, I was more into watching Lucha Underground than that. Um, no, actually, there was somebody. Oh, the kids were over. The kids, My, mm-hmm. my, my niece and nephew were over. Um, yeah, but I saw the finish of it. Because everybody was complaining. Because um, you know, Maximo's gimmick is he kisses yes. to win, and then he cheated. He, he committed a foul to win. Mm-hmm. But what happens was um, their seconds get involved. Ray Bucanero gets involved, and then Volador Jr. gets involved for mm-hmm. for, for Ma- Maximo. So then he cheats after Terrible cheats to win. Right. So that doesn't that doesn't really make a. That's it's more of a that. yeah. That's more of that than than just oh he blatantly cheated to win the title. Right. I actually I'm alright with it. I'm okay with it. it's not. What, I what, what, it doesn't even matter. I mean, it's a world title. It's a world title. They a they, they, they treat it like it means nothing, so it doesn't really matter.
0: Yeah, and it's kind of, you know, one thing I'm going to say for Maximo, I think the last two years that guy's worked his butt Yeah,
2: hard. he's been, he's, he's not. worked hard. I mean, if you had told me this like two years ago, Maximo's going to, and even then I wouldn't care because it's the CML World exactly. Heavyweight title. It doesn't matter. I mean, that belt they've done nothing with. Like, they have done, like, yeah. they've done, they've done so little with it. I mean, the the, the main belt in, in CML is really whatever Narokasas is mm-hmm, Exactly, I think that's really the main title.
0: It's kind of like a, a throwback to the old days when the welterweight title was the yeah. title and the heavyweight was the
2: And even style. that they gave away. They they have Mas- Mascara Dorada and New Japan with one of the, <laughs> the welterweight titles. So, but those are, the welterweight titles are really the, the other one that, the other two that are there. Yeah are the main titles, going basically. back in
0: history, that was the title that, like, Gory Guerrero uh, held, yeah. you know, a lot of those guys, that was the belt. Yeah, guys like Titan
2: day. and all those guys. Um, but, I mean, what I found so interesting, and um, I think it was Kevin Kleinrock who mentioned it on, um, on Twitter, was like, it's so weird that they allowed a guy, he's like, I know he's not gay. Mm-hmm. For those who don't know, Maximo isn't, he's, it's a gimmick. Mm-hmm. He's actually married to a pretty good-looking ex-luchadora who might actually make a comeback at some point. Um, he's not gay. He just plays that on right. I'm sure he doesn't want me to say that. <laughs> but um, what we found interesting was that they won't let gay wrestlers be in the promotion. Is They've never let... Help? Yeah, Cassandra's not allowed to be in the... For whatever smart. reason, they won't let Cassandra join in. Cassandra's always... Traveling to Mexico... And talk
0: about one of the most professional guys.
2: Yeah, like and you would want him in the promotion. He'd be, that's be that's, that's something else. He wouldn't even be there all the time. There's the variety. Mm-hmm. I would rather have Cassandra, like, you know, four or five times out of the year... Same here. ...than have, like, the same match over and over and over right. again, you know?
0: Right,
2: And that's what I don't like about Simala, that they, they would rather, like, keep the guys who will wrestle there all the time. And they won't bring in guys who, like... Maybe will there be there for a short stint, and then maybe they go do something else. Yeah, and that's what I always liked. I was like, oh, this guy's gonna be here for a couple of months. Cool, and then he leaves. Good. I don't really. Want, I got tired of watching him. Yeah, exactly. You know?
0: they, re- they yeah. run their course and then they're fresh if they want to come back next year
2: yeah you know the, the sad thing is they won't do anything with the belt anyways with Maximo Holder yeah. <laughs> they did nothing with Terrible I, mean, I, I
0: like that they gave him gave him a bone like that just because I mean they're doing he the, worked a lot harder
2: than and, he and he's headlining the, the Dos Leyendas the Dos Leyendas we should talk about that next mm-hmm. um, the Dos Leyendas main event is a hair, double hair match mm-hmm. Maximo and Volador Jr. versus Terrible and Rey Bucanero so they've been building that up for the what's What's been since I think um, December? The cage match was when they started feuding, I think before that, and um, so that's the main event for that. Even though I'm not that, it's another hair match. I'm not too thrilled about it. And you know it's funny because Rush actually sh- like shit on that because <laughs> they asked him about going after another hair match, going after doing another hair match, and he's like, I don't want to go after her. I want a, a mask match now,
0: I was gonna a to mask say, versus hair. And Rush's hair is the only hair that's going to matter these days.
2: And that's you know? and that's what he said. So um, we'll talk about Rush, too, but I should bring this up about Rush. He basically talked about the hair, about the, the importance of hair. And he, he was talking about how Terrible is putting his hair on the line again. He's like, he just did that. I think Ray Bucanero did as well recently. Mm-hmm. It might have been a couple of years ago. And Maximo, I think, did it, too. And he's talking about how he won't do that. He's like, there's a lot of guys who do it often. He's like, he's like but I don't want to do that. I want to beat somebody for the mask. If I beat a guy with a mask, then my, my hair becomes... Um, more valuable yes he's like my hair's gold (laughs) (laughs) my hair's worth my hair's worth gold and we'll talk about the Rush promo too which is which
0: is so cool that I I was pleasantly surprised surprised but pleasantly surprised that in the Wrestling Observer Year-End Awards, readers voted Rush. He got a lot of yeah a
2: lot of, of votes for a lot of things. The Wrestler Feud. The, of the Year. I think the Feud of the Year, I think they finished third, didn't they? With the, Negro, Negro Casas, Casas. and Rush. Yeah, they, and that was, they
0: finished over Atlantis and uh, ultimate, Ray Bucanera.
2: They were the top, um, weren't they the top wrestling feud? Because I think the one that won was like an MMA feud that only had one fight or something.
0: Uh, I, you know, I don't know, but yeah, yeah you, I think right. so. I you think might so. be right. think might They might
2: be the second feud, probably behind but the shield. I was
0: really jazzed that the people took notice because I think, the, I I mean, Rush is such an epiphany. Yeah. Like the
2: biz. Yeah, the other, the, speaking of Rush, the other match in the, the other stiff match for Dos Leandas is Dragon Lee versus Kamatachi. Mm-hmm. Dragon Lee is Rush's brother Yes um, Dragon Lee second Is going to be Mystico 2 In that match But have you been watching The Dragon Lee Kamaitachi matches I
0: have
2: not You haven't watched any of them None None of them Not even the one from Like Search last year
0: Search
2: them out Should I Oh yes Okay they're like death matches basically. Wow,
0: okay. <laughs> a I, lot of I death what I'm doing when a
2: I lot come of a lot of death spots. They're actually mostly lightning matches too, so it's like Which
0: I love. Yeah. I love lightning matches. Well,
2: you know, their matches are the ones that make that mm-hmm. if you watch their lightning matches, you end up hating like all the other ones. You're like, eh, it's not that although they have Virus who does a lot of lightning well, matches.
0: One of the things I dig about the lightning matches, one, it's only gonna go ten minutes.
2: Yeah, so if they're you bad know? you're like, I'll exactly. get it. Exactly. Yeah. And,
0: and two, it's a unique feature you see once a week on TV. It's like yeah. when I was a little kid, they had a championship that was only defended on TV called Beat the Champ. Mm. And you didn't earn a shot by winning matches. They spun a wheel or picked your name
2: out of a hat. So Is that is that how CMLL does it? Because <laughs> I think that's what CMLL does. Whoa! But, but no, We've great. uncovered it. it, was We've, uncovered. Who, who was it? Exactly. We've uncovered who who was it? Exactly. Label ran, ran Gene CML. is booking CMLL. CMLL. Gene Labelle. <laughs> <laughs> Judo Gene is Who's, booking. Who was the one? Was it Mike Label who ran the? Yeah. yeah. Yes. And um, although I think if Judo Gene ran CMLL, it'd be a lot better.
0: <laughs> it would be. Yeah. And and LA would have never died. Yeah. If Gene uh, ran and. Yeah. No, but uh, what it was was they would draw names, so you'd have you could have the America's Champion challenge for it, or you could have a lowly jobber, and every now and then the lowly jobber would beat the champ. And, yeah. And, and, but it was a good idea because. You know so much of tv wrestling is advertising for the big show but they also put something on tv that made you want to watch the show rather than just hear the carnival barking about this friday night so
2: so we pretty much think someone's gonna die in that match (laughs) not only will he lose his mask he might die
0: now now if i go on youtube i can find oh
2: yeah you could buy it. i think i think think tonight i think there's two other i think two singles matches and i think a trios match which is oh really good um his second I think I said Mystico 2 is gonna be second. Uh, Rush talked about that on the podcast, on his um mm-hmm. that, that informal show where he he was asked why you know fan try to stir things up and he's like, Are you jealous are you upset that your brother picked his other brother? And he said no. He's like, Why wouldn't he pick him? First of all, if he picked me, I'm so hated. They would everybody would be distracted booing me. Mm-hmm. And then they would be My brother too So he's like It's better that he I don't have anything To do with it Because he's a baby face He's like I'm a heel I'm the most I'm the most He didn't say he was a heel He's like I'm the most hated Rudo In um, in CMLL Yes yeah. Like so I can't I can't Even though I'm a technical I'm still the most hated Rudo It would
0: be like If you were an MMA fighter And they put Michael Bisping In your corner Because you know People yeah, are going to
2: I have no idea Who that him. is He's that He's
0: that British <laughs> fighter Remember yeah. when we went To the UFC show In Anaheim Yeah And there was no match going on, but we heard this loud chorus of boos at one side of the arena and people were throwing stuff. (laughs) Michael Bisping, British fighter who has a gift of gab, all he did was walk out and they saw him.
2: Oh, gee. And so
0: like if he is somebody's corner man, people would be spending time. Yeah, so that's, that's, yeah.
2: So um, the other thing is um, El Faraon is going to be honored on the show. Ooh, somebody
0: I remember back from when I was a teenager.
2: yeah. I think people were saying, Oh, he's a big drop off to Ciancaras, but I was like, Yeah, you know. But you know what was so I cool. Liked him. I you know what's so cool about it? They were talking about that and Ray Bucanero mentioned um he said they were saying, Oh, Faraon is like and he's like they were setting up the hair match and mm-hmm. he was saying, You know, you know, what better place to do a hair match than the, the, the show that's being honoring um Faraon? And he was talking about how Faraon back in the early nineties actually took um Pirata Morgan's hair. Did in, he a really? ma- in a bloody match. Apparently, it was a really bloody match. I think it, I think it's on on video. I
0: liked it. He had a, a, he had a program in L. A. with Piper. And really, they worked well together.
2: Yeah, I always dug. I always liked him. I thought it was Me cool. Me too. So there was another guy I liked too. Heapsio, um, I think, was the other guy. Kind of like. I'm sorry. Heapsio.
0: Oh, yes. I liked the Hipsio. Yeah.
2: yeah. I can't remember who else there was. There was I always dug those. I
0: remember a, a Hipsio when I was watching Galavision like in like 89, dug- He They used him kind of lower on the shows, but I love just watching his mat wrestling. He's yeah. one of the guys who w- would be creative when he got in there just doing hold for hold.
2: Yeah, there's just a bunch of guys I used to like like for some reason. Never even understood why, but... Fadawan, I always dug. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Why. I did too. Because he always, like, even without his. Ma- oh, he had that one match with Liz Mark, didn't he, that, you, that we actually found on. Yes, yes. Yeah.
0: That was the match I was going crazy yeah,
2: over. Yeah, yeah. It was because like. Because it, were... it never ended, and then it, it, like, cut off at the end. I was like, oh, And I love that they were, <laughs> they
0: were doing these Mexican style high spots, but there was a lot of tension in them. Yeah, because
2: it was only, test. like, I think it was only two falls because I think it cut off at the end. Yeah. Like, the, the it wasn't just off.
0: video game high spots where, wow. where everything is coming off, like, rapidly. It's like. They were doing high spots, but look when they had a headlock, it like they were, looked like they were trying to grasp onto that headlock, leg, yeah. and then just automatically hurling their opponents in the road. We have
2: also other tag cha- other champions in CMLL. Mm-hmm. Are you excited? Of course, I'm Zuxis excited. Zixis beat Estrellita for the Mexican National Women's Title, really ending Estrellita's run, which no is, which which uh, Zuxi said didn't add any value to the title. <laughs> this is what's so great about doing you know the CML Informa oh, show like my a my lot, my lot of people find them boring mm-hmm. and it is kind of boring most of the time but like sometimes you'll catch them saying something and you kind of think maybe they really do it. <laughs> <laughs> so she said she didn't add any value and then the other belts that changed hands with um, the new Sky Team of Mystico Volador Jr. and um, Valiente oh, cool, cool. beat Los Guerreros Laguneros for the CM- nice. CML World Trios titles so we're going to get to see that in the next come i think next week this weekend actually oh, very cool so that should be good um i should talk about rush he's coming back since we've already brought him up he's coming back i think either this week or the following week but the the big news was him on cml informa mm-hmm. he wanted to end the rumors about his dad being new pure oath. Okay, i'll probably add yes. this to the podcast at some i probably as the intro it's probably on the intro Mm-hmm. I should mention we do this before we do the intro. That's right. Yes. So, um, or I could actually just cut it, cut into this, <laughs> or whatever. Well, um, Puro. Basically, he gets asked by a fan if um, Puroth is his father. Um, actually, he's asked what he thinks about Puroth and the, the the new Puerto Rican team mm-hmm. about their idea of um, humiliating all the technicos, and he basically said um, said that. Before he gets to that, he's like, well, you know, before I get to that, I just want to talk about this rumor that everybody keeps bringing up about how Piroth is my father. Mm-hmm. And then he gets really quiet. Remember the Jake the Snake, like, those, like, really quiet, like, I'm going to kill him. Oh, and like, awesome. like, like, those really, yeah. like, like, they're threatening you. He's like, he's like, he's like, Piroth isn't my father. My father isn't, my father's not a clown. My father's, <laughs> my father's a man. My father's, my father's chingon. My father doesn't do this sort of sh- like clown stuff. And then he's talking about, he's like, yeah, he does a good job getting heel heat. And he's being nice about that. Right. And then he's like, he's like, but you know what? I want to wrestle that guy in a singles match. And when I wrestle him, you guys will see what I think of that. You'll find out if he really is my father. What, what I do to that dog and stuff like that. That's I was cool. like, holy shit. He was just being like this tall asshole. And then afterwards, they asked them like to, to, to this one uh, fan. Ask for a kiss. And he just like, total, he just snaps. He's like, all pissed about it. That's <laughs> <laughs> a girl though. It's just like, it's like, but he just snaps. He's like, he's like, he's like, stop asking me. He's like, okay, stop asking me for hugs. Stop asking me for shout outs. Stop asking me for kisses. I'm on the show for questions. If you have an important, <laughs> and t- Good questions. Don't ask me stupid questions. He's just like, just, uh, just being a total, like, being Rush. And like, here he's back. Rush is back.
0: So if I were just to drop this question unto you, Fredo, would what? you say that if uh, there was going to be the award best on interviews in Mexico, is that Rush?
2: Rush is the best interview, period. Cool. I think the only guy who's better than him in, in all of wrestling is Paul Heyman. Mm-hmm. And I think, I think Paul Heyman, he's more of a thinker. Type whereas yes. Rush, Rush is more like he doesn't give a fuck and he's just gonna say what he thinks. <laughs> Although he's very, he's very good at like, like when he talks about wrestling, he's not like one of these guys who like because they were they even ask him about like when he was out, what he learned most while mm-hmm. while injured, and he's like, he like he 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 said, I noticed that you're very easily replaceable. Mm-hmm. Like he and he's like very reflective, gets stuff. That's it's cool. like it's like he's not a. I just enjoy his interviews because they're very...
0: Well, when I first became a really huge fan of him was right around the time they they were starting to do the he's a Technico, but they hate him.
2: Yeah, because he would always turn it around was, and like just yes, be an asshole.
0: And the way... He,
2: the his way face, his would, face.
0: And the way he would read the crowd, too. Yeah. The crowd would react, and he knew how to play off that.
2: Because that started Not it off. can and do that. Then he started being a good worker. Yes. Like After that, it's like, holy shit, this guy's really good. And it helps that Nero Casas is there like... Mm-hmm. He's there, or, like he's your first big feud, really. I actually Terry Blaze, like, the other guy who he had a big feud with. So you kind of have you get you get to work with some pretty good. If workers. you can't
0: learn from Casas, yeah. quit the business. Yeah, <laughs>
2: Casas is amazing. He is, he is. It's just amazing. Like you watch these guys who are like half his age, who can't do a lot of the stuff. Like and like I was telling when I, we were talking about Casas, what it is that makes him so much better? Because mm-hmm. you notice it, like even like holding a parrot. A little parrot's arm hand down down the the stairs he makes it look like it it it, it matters you know like yes it's not yes. it's not like him all, oh look at here comes like, your grandpa look you grand. g- look to. at grandpa holding the parrots the little parrot, the little kid the little mask the midget in a mat- and a parrot's mm-hmm. um outfit down the stairs no, it's him like Getting ready to dance with them and doing all this stuff. And it's like, dude. Yeah, he's
0: in character. He's not yeah. rolling his eyes, like, oh, look what yeah. I have to put up.
2: With and then you know, like, he could handle himself, like, take care of himself against yes. rush and stuff like that. Um, so, like, the other big news that we need to finally discuss we, after six months of waiting, <laughs> we can finally tell everybody Hombre, hombre Sinombre's new name. After. I mean, Kurt. I knew you. You lost sleep because of this. I did. I, I did. mean, you kept calling me and asking, Kurt, uh, no, I Fredo, what's what's hombres y nombres me giving?
0: I sent. I already sent them emails, and uh, you know, I had my lawyers contact them and said, "Big Dick Hertz has been You <laughs> Cannot use Big Dick Hertz."
2: Well, they went with Luciferno. Their first name, initial name, was going to be Luc- Lucifer. Hmm but i think there's a lot of lucifers. Oh this
0: 100.
2: <laughs> you know i was watching I just, remember we were talking about Sarah and I live over the phone the other day yes. because they were doing the special and um, so i started looking at that rolling stones list that you that you mentioned. Yes. And you were you i kind of understand your point but i also understand the point of the why they listed norm yeah, macdonald so. It's long.
0: Apples and oranges yeah, so
2: too. but i understood cuz he was not he he re- they really didn't use do him a lot mm-hmm. with, with him. So i was i got to john Lovett's part. Because of the, also because of the, the end, the, the dead, the dead, um, that thing they do for the dead people, the people that passed away. Oh, yes, yeah, the tribute. The tribute, the tribute, where they had John Lovitz as, as one of the people they, they added in the tribute. Um, and, and they were talking about him doing, um. What was it, Meta, Me, Me, Mephistopheles? Yes, yes. And so I looked, Yes, board. and yes. I thought, why didn't he go with that name? <laughs> that would have been such an <laughs> awesome name. It's a great name. I'm actually thinking, like, if we ever, if you ever wrestle, you should do that gimmick. But you should wear the red outfit that John oh, Lovitz totally, wore. Totally, totally. The, the devil outfit that John Lovitz wore. That would be great. That is a great skit. I would show up to do that. Yeah, that was awesome. Argentina
0: had El Diablo.
2: And it was a guy just like... Yeah, and
0: then the funniest part was his music sounded like no
2: math, just the, yeah, the no, back yeah, of it yeah yeah,
0: <laughs> and his music was like this happy little kids music El Diablo El Diablo like wait you're you trying to get the kids to yeah I was watching that. I was like why evil? isn't
2: this guy Luciferno and you know it's so sad because Luciferno isn't that good anyways like mm-hmm. Hooligan was really good like I think in 2008 right <laughs> but, but it's 2015 now <laughs> <laughs> it's a whole new and, and like in that la- in, within those last seven years they've added Hechicero Cavernario, mm-hmm. the Panther, and Dragon Lee, and I don't know about you, but I would rather watch those guys. And Hell yeah, <laughs> Luciferno, the the the, uh, the um, Thunder, and, um, and I Nucre. saw that
0: recent match with uh, Hechicero and uh, Negro Navarro uh, not too long ago. Mm-hmm. I think I might have mentioned it on the last podcast, but that's like poetry, man. Yeah, I mean Hechicero
2: his best work is being done outside of CMLL.
0: Wow, because I mean...
2: Which is great for him, but you know... It's great for him. Well, in fact,
0: which I want to also bring up to you is... is Some time ago, you posted a six-man tag from 2004 that I just watched for the first time. Involving Charles Lucero, who I have heard of before. Charles Lucero. Lucero! (laughs) Was he made made by Tiny Little (laughs) Kibleros?
2: He's been around for a long time. He probably was. He
0: probably was, was. I saw him, this guy... This guy could make mat wrestling still pleasable to modern-day fans.
2: I I said this, like, I think when Black Cherry Jr. was posting videos... Remember he used to post the videos Mm -hmm. on... The full videos on YouTube? Well, the first thing I thought... I I, I always thought, he's going to get tired of doing that. Which he did and started doing it. You could pay him to get the videos and stuff. Um, That, and then when he was doing it, I thought... If only Charles Lucero had a son that would film stuff... People would see how Uh much better, how great he is. Yes. Because nobody, at that time, nobody even knew. Like, I think it was only, like, Robbie Hardy and, like, a handful of us who would watch Monterey Lucha Mm -hmm. who knew about him. But, like, the main, you know, the... The, the smarts online didn't really like right. they didn't really give him a lot of credit and now look at him everybody like brings up oh he's awesome he's great and stuff like and yeah 2004 there's that, go- that was. That, like, that's how far long ago that was
0: the guy was wrestling Chucho Mars
2: another guy who was really underrated there
0: Matt working that first Chucho fall Jr. and it wasn't a quick first fall either I mean they were
2: doing some awesome they had some really good Matt workers that, yeah. that like from 2000 to about 2005 Monterey had a lot of good like workers like Chucho Mar Jr um, mm-hmm. Charles Lucero Taifanes, Orientales.
0: hmm
2: They had like a lot of good guys and then like all of a sudden like they started having they first were like in the arena Coliseo Monterey and all mm-hmm. that. And then they like that group like started getting a little clownish. Right. And then they got went to Nuevo Leon, the the, the show that you saw. hmm And then they would do the Sole Solidaridad shows. But then it's like afterwards like they all got scattered. Some of them quit the business. Yeah. You know, it's it's stuff that ha- it Echis- happened and then Echicero showed up and like for like the last like from probably 2007, he's been like the best worker in that area.
0: Oh, he's great! And it's
2: like every time I would see him, I was like, "Why is this guy in <laughs> in wasting himself in Monterey when he should be in CMLL or AAA?" But oh, definitely, then you find out how little they make, and it's like, "Oh, that's why." <laughs> <laughs> you make money if you're a good if you're in demand, though. But yes, if you're not in demand, you're not day making day anything. a day job, yeah. Oh, we should talk about Mister Niebla. Yes, since I think before. I think we did the interview after the last show.
0: Yes, we went to a show. It's been a good month at least. Yeah, it?
2: and he hasn't shown up in CMLL since then.
0: Yes. He was very nice to us. We he was a really nice guy. Him, really good guy.
2: I kind of, like I said, I kind of, I, I understood why CMLL would take it easy on him. Mm-hmm. Even though, but I think what happened is it happened in New Japan. Because I noticed Diamante Azul doesn't get booked as often anymore also by CMLL. Really? Um. And he had a problem in New Japan also. But, um, Mr. Niebla's was probably bad enough where it's like he hasn't been brought back at all. It's been a month. <laughs>
0: like I said,
2: he'll been, be bro- he'll be brought I'm back. I'm going to
0: be back. calling him Dr. Jerry Niebla from now on. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Dr. Jerry Niebla.
2: But it's, I'm pretty sure it was the tra- his trachea that was hurt. So I- yes. I'll believe I believe him.
0: Yeah, we'll take
2: his word. Yeah. Oh So we should talk about AAA. Hmm. Uh, Ray de Reyes is March 15th in Guadalajara. We have the final four for the Ray de Reyes final. And that is. Do you want to know? Yes. Aerostar. Okay. You like his odds so far? He's he's your number one guy right now. Uh, I dig him. Oh, you don't have him first winning this. No. <laughs> oh, you don't like? You don't think he got a shot a shot at winning? Ray the Reyes? No. Because <laughs> I haven't said who. messias Yeah. Uh, Tejano Jr. Yeah. Psycho Clown. So you know you don't clown. you don't see Aerostar winning this at all? No. no. <laughs> sadly, sadly. Sadly. Yeah. yeah. Sadly. I. Yeah. I like him.
0: I'd like him to win it.
2: Yeah. He had that one, um, that trios match on Lucha Underground. Did you watch that? The the crew? or Was is li- it from
0: the very last one? Or the-
2: it was the, I think it was the, the show before that. I think it was the one you saw. I
0: must have seen it.
2: Yeah, it was with... Um, Memories getting
0: so horrible.
2: Here's, here's, here's how, how I know it. Mm-hmm. It was the crew, which is, they're known in Lucha Underground as Bale. Mm-hmm. Mr. Cisco and uh, Cortez Castro. Yes. But you know him better as Ricky Reyes, Ricky Reyes? B Boy, and Lil Cholo. Cholo. <laughs> it was a really good match. But um, um, Aerostar was really good in that match. I think it was Aerostar, Superfly, and um, Arginis, I think. i Arginis. Argenis. Arginis. Arginis. How about you hear um, Matt Stryker say it like that? Arginis. No, he didn't. And then he said, <laughs> Mistaces. But he, he does the accent like Mistaces. And I was like, ah. <laughs> he should then say, Boy, I'm getting good at this Spanish yeah. washe
0: stuff. Yeah.
2: <laughs> um yeah, they had a really good match. So what, you don't you don't like his odds.
0: One thing I wanna bring up Lucha Underground. What are your impressions of Cage? Of who? Cage.
2: Oh I thought you said Paige. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I was like she's in WWE. Cage, you hate him?
0: You know he's supposed These to He's pretty good. No no he's good. He's good. Yeah. But when he came out he looked like a monster that should just be people up, it. and people kick his ass through most of the match. <laughs> I mean, he sells like crazy for the. He's and, good and, at that, and and no, he's he's good at what he does. It's not him. It's just
2: let me let me ask if you ranked the 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 two you would be more scared of in Lucha Underground of the heels. I'm gonna name you five guys. Okay, who would be the one you would be more most scared of, or that they're they're actually booking as the. The baddest motherfucker mm-hmm. of them all, Big Rick. He's a mm-hmm. he's kind of turning face though. Yeah. Big Rick, um, Cage. Mm-hmm. Um, who's the other one? I was King Cuerno because he's kind of being the, the the hunter. Yes. Mil Muertes mm-hmm. or Pentagon Junior.
0: Um. Honestly, Cage would want to be the one I'd be least afraid of.
2: <laughs> it's really, right?
0: Yeah. You, you know, these other guys come in and. Uh,
2: I don't really think... I probably putting, shouldn't have included King Cuerno because he also gets his they're ass. Putting but he, the, he's got the hunter gimmick. You know, the yes, hunter yes. gimmick.
0: Yeah. The other guys are putting the hurt on people. Yeah. Doing it violently.
2: Pentagon Jr. is the, the most... I'd be the most scared of him.
0: Yes, yes. And here's this guy who looks like he'd be, he should be the scariest
2: individual, but he does these beautifully graceful moves. Yeah, like the moonsault. And yeah. Stuff. It's awesome to watch. I, I dig yeah, it.
0: No, yeah, he's great. I mean, he's talented, but for what he's supposed to be doing... They should have had him just mow down a few people. He for hasn't done that yet. Yeah. They, they have him go right into programs where he's selling like crazy for somebody. He doesn't look like the monster he's supposed to be. Yeah,
2: yeah, because you know? Mil Muertes, I mean, because he doesn't do any of that stuff either. So that's why he looks like so much scarier.
0: Well, you know, he attacks uh, Prince Puma yeah. from behind.
2: Um, and then he beats up Conan.
0: Yes, yes. The thing is, everybody attacks somebody for a <laughs> Make him do something.
2: Pentagon Jr. is the, oh, the most awesome one on that show.
0: Yeah, I love like, Pentagon like Jr.
2: His whole gimmick of breaking arms has been great. I've done and that. And that's the
0: thing. This guy, there's this guy who breaks people's arms. And then this big giant guy comes in and does a plie. Yes. <laughs> he yes. and he's scary.
2: Yeah. And you know it's so sad because the videos that they did for him were so awesome. Yes, like he scared yes. the shit out of guys. Like that one dude who hit, a, hit him with a with a bottle, and they hit him with like a can, like a like a chair. Yeah, that was some cool and, like, shit. A, like a like a a box, a cart, or whatever it was, a crate. And he and you know no sold it, and he gets in the ring, and he's getting like he's getting hit by drop kicks and falling down. Exactly,
0: really. exactly. I it would have made more sense maybe if Puma gave him like almost all the match and got a few things in and make it look like this guy is gonna be hard to take
2: down. Yeah. Maybe next week. Or the I dug week the, after. the Mundo match though. His match yes, with Mundo. Yes. Did you see the chair shot that um King Cuerno did yes. on um, Mundo? You haven't seen the the second show they show a replay? No, no. Well on that show they show a replay. hmm <laughs> He's remember when he gets him in the corner and hits him with mm-hmm. the chair on the leg? Mm-hmm. He misses his leg the entire way. Wait, he, they show it like do they that? show it In from the that angle? <laughs> <laughs> yes, they show the angle. I was like, that might have been the Baby worst. Maybe Vince Russo is yeah, that, after all. That, that might have been the one mistake that, I mean, other than the announcers. <laughs> usually they're so good at their editing. Yeah, yeah and they did, such a, they did such a bad job editing that. I mean, wrestling editing has been really bad lately, but that's been also... Well,
0: shocker is Lucha Underground is one of the better... Uh, shows when they
2: well you know we should talk, We should mention um, did you notice when Pentagon Junior started breaking arms mm-hmm. Rick Knox's arm healed Ref- oh. referee Rick Knox's arm has healed
0: why do they they want to be like coincidence
2: coincidence you know the Rick Knox thing, right? Yes, he had his arm broken throughout. because I always brought it up. I was like Rick Knox, what's going on with him? Why is his <laughs> arm broken it's been it's been six months. he should be recovered by now. <laughs> it's like what is going on with his arm? he's gonna die what's he better stay I, 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 he's a referee, not a wrestler not you know i'm like, hoping i'm ho- I was hoping that Pentagon Junior would rebreak it. <laughs> <laughs> right as he healed, he would break it again. He, you know, like break the other one? You know, that would have been a great gimmick. Like he breaks the other arm. So he'd be like... Did should you all do all
0: like it. an Anderson Gil, uh, Silva gimmick where somebody gets her arm broken uh-huh. and they take massive amounts of steroids <laughs> and say, oh, it's healing my arm. Yeah. But you're five times as big as you were.
2: <laughs> <laughs> did you watch Alberto? You only saw the Alberto thing. with. I uh, saw the very end when he just peaks up there. Yeah. He did a promo the following show, the last show. Where he put down WWE for being, you know, for being a racist, basically, mm. for being—he didn't say WWE, but he implied it. Right. And then he kind of like did a bunch of—he talked. It was a really good promo, probably his best promo he's ever done. And then he got beat down by Te- Tejano Jr., who's um, ah, who's, Wait,
0: who you know, having a a, a
2: feud in AAA. Her. So now, because he brought the AAA title with him, so I guess they're mm-hmm. trying to like combine the stories. I remember they were like trying to like separate it, but I'm guessing they're trying to combine it. Maybe something's gonna go on where they do more stuff. Cage is gonna be in um, Mexico, so oh, very cool. He's the main event guy now. He's very gonna cool. be with Alberto. I hope he gets yeah. success. I hope he. Um. What's he what does else, Kurt? So what else do you want to talk about? Big Rick's um, confessional um, skit. Did Don't you see me that? It. No, I didn't. So remember, he got his um he got his eye taken out by mm-hmm. um by Little Cholo, Mr. Cisco, yes. or as we call him, Little Cholo. Little Cisco. <laughs> <laughs> with, a, with a cigar. Yes. In the, to the eye. Well um he's at he's in a confessional um confessing his what he's about to do. Mm-hmm. Really great skit. This is really good. You're going to like it. So he's talking about um forgive me father for what I'm about mm-hmm. to do and all this stuff. And the priest tells him do what he you know he tells him what you've been forgiven. Mm-hmm. And so like so he goes and like as he's saying what he's going to do he turns to the camera and he's got an eye patch. He looks awesome. He's oh, got the cigar and no the way. eye patch. He looks awesome. No way. Yeah. I was just I was watching that like how the hell is this promotion doing more with Big Rick, a guy I couldn't, I I I never would even pay attention to if he was in WWE. Yeah. And I watched some WWE. I, I won't I won't admit to being a big WWE viewer.
0: Right. Because I don't watch
2: a lot of it. I watch some of it. Apparently, a lot of it is on the NXT show that I should watch <laughs> that I know I don't I haven't had time to watch. And it's like, it's like this guy when I would watch him in WWE, he's like, oh, a jobber, change it. Yeah. And here it's like, fuck. I want to see what he's going to do to these three guys. Yeah, and that's, that, that's, <laughs> I don't want to see him wrestle, though. Why well,
0: that? There, there's a little uh, Paul Heyman spirit floating throughout uh, the the writing room there because, yeah. I mean, well, as everybody knows, Paul Heyman was known for taking somebody who you don't know what to do with and make them interesting. And sounds like he's on the verge of being,
2: you know. Oh, and the you saw the Asian lady, right? They named her.
0: I didn't hear the, that. The, the black,
2: the black lotus. Okay. She's looking for matanza. Matanza. Matanza? Matanza. Is that
0: like manzanilla?
2: (laughs) That's death. Like killed or something. I thought she was looking for cancer. I'm guessing it's Mil Muertes or maybe. We kept thinking it was Hernandez, but um, Cubs fan kind of said it wasn't. Uh, okay. <laughs> I don't know if he because he, he was at the tapings. I, don't, I think he kind of implied it might not be him. Um, Lucha Underground is also on Dish Network. For those of you guys, guys who have Dish Network and were wondering, mm-hmm. it's now on Dish Network. I should have mentioned this, but we didn't do a podcast for like two weeks. That's right. <laughs> for that's like a right. month. So we're it's been two weeks. It's been on behind. for two weeks.
0: we got to catch up. We got to yeah. catch up. We got a lot of rest. So
2: you can watch it on Wednesdays now. You can watch it on that, or you can watch it on Unimass. Really good show. Okay, very good. And what else? Oh, um, Box and Lu- Boxy Lucha and Super Luchas hasn't been around for the past couple of weeks.
0: Really? Super
2: Luchas, I think, for the last two months, I think.
0: Boxy Lucha?
2: Boxy Lucha hasn't been around for a few that weeks. That would be like the end of their, their website is gone. No way. Yeah.
0: And you haven't heard any explanation.
2: I think they're having money issues. Wow. I, I I know that the money issues thing, I was told the website was because of that. But and then somebody then, uh, else. But then they also mentioned it's a money issue with the magazine.
0: I mean, the last time I saw it, it wasn't the box Elusha that I knew from the 90s and the 80s and 70s. I'm just
2: kind of curious why they're losing money on the website.
0: That's
2: <laughs> interesting. Uh, that shouldn't be losing money. I all I know is if it, yeah, and it was a pretty, if the domain isn't if the domain is available I'm buying it. Yeah, Dad, I would.
0: I would. <laughs> hey, but, but when I went on there, it seemed like it was a pretty active website. It, it like you a know it's
2: weird. It, it. it was on and off because their web the main site the mm-hmm. main page. I don't know if you noticed, like sometimes it wouldn't be updated the main page, mm-hmm. but their forum was really it used to be updated often, and then like lately it's been kind of just a bunch of like boring, boring, wasted. Wow. Well, you know the thing is like a lot of the lucha discussion is that interesting. You have some fans who are into, like, talking about Lucha, but there's some fans who just, it's their, they either hate AAA or they hate CMLL, they hate the current generation of wrestlers, they, it's only, old guys are only the only good ones. And and most of of what I found
0: on the website, and since I'm, you know, the history buff, is I would find a a lot of people enthusiastically putting up stuff of guys from
2: the 60s and 70s. Like the posters and stuff like that, too, like what we started doing afterwards. I think we kind of just took over everything they did. That's right. (laughs) Like, between between hey, between the Cubs fans, Steve, since well, hey, Chris, we could become the Rob, Boxee, myself, Lucha podcast. You. It was like it just kind of became like this whole thing, like and then Super Lucha started doing a lot more of the old, like the, I think they're, and, a lot of the stuff you used to see on their magazine is starting to show up on their website. Well, in all
0: honestly, magazines in general are going the way of the dinosaur. Not as fast as I thought. they It's would. just
2: sad that Boxy Lucha. I mean,
0: it's it was like the granddaddy,
2: Boxy Lucha. And MMA, <laughs> that's going to be the niche name of the, the... Oh, dear. box, lucha, y artes marciales. No, no okay, if
0: we buy it, Mixta. it's going to be box, lucha, sin,
2: MMA. <laughs> no box.
0: No box. <laughs> y Mucha, lucha, Mucha lucha. lucha,
2: sin, MMA. Sin, MMA. Ah, yeah. We're
0: on to something. Yeah, I hope we're they get, I hope,
2: I hope they get, some, they work something out, because it's going to be a, it's going to be a big loss.
0: oh totally i mean that was you know i love the old lucha libre magazines because i love how kitschy the color covers were and i love the photo uh, essays they did but boxy luchas where you could get some really good uh current and historical information and they the old ones the really older ones covered a lot of the spot shows too in the middle of nowhere and i i I love that
2: what i don't get is why they can't have like maybe like a staff of three or four people handling the website they should still be able to make some money yeah, doing that. yeah with advertising and stuff like that there's ways of making money don't i know advertise. i know the internet doesn't think people with wrestling websites make money there's ways to make an, a little bit of money you're gonna not going to make a a living off of it but you're going to make some you could probably make a living off of it if you do if you really if you do it like Meltzer does it like yes uh, yes a paid out ad- but you know these guys don't really want to do the. they don't want to do the work for that they always want to like find a way to like it's always the, the little greed in everybody. They, they want
0: to get that quick bu- yeah, buck. Yeah,
2: the quick and buck, buck and not have to work as hard. That's a at shame. It. So it's like, yeah. That's a shame. And like I said, Meltzer works really hard for that, what he does.
0: Well, we cover quite a bit. Yeah, a and, lot. uh... We are gonna be trying to keep uh, the show to about an hour.
2: Yeah, because I I don't want Kurt to like go on rants, angry rants about uh, that's right about like people online that we are. And are as you to...
0: as you couldn't hear, this uh, edition has been commercial free. <laughs> well, don't get used to it. We will return with many important. announcements has no the ha- next. Kurt has episode. no
2: commercials for this week.
0: So until then.
2: He's, he's like the anti-Galavision. <laughs>
0: <laughs> That's right. <laughs> Pro-Gato everybody. Yeah.
2: More wrestling, less commercials.
0: So until then, may the right hemisphere of the brain short-circuit the left hemisphere. May the left hemisphere of the brain short-circuit the right hemisphere. And bing! You're there. Okay, make love, not war, babies. See you next time.